See, you you're you're sure. sweating. I can see. I can see the beads of sweat. Hey, bro, it's surely brewing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of And the Winner Is. We are your hosts. I'm Joey. And I'm Jen. And this is a podcast about things we like. So a few days ago, two of my coworkers <laughs> stepped into my office. Shout out to Nick and Sam. And they said, so we've been listening to the podcast. And they said, we tried oat milk. And they said they hated it. But here's <laughs> the thing about oat milk. Yeah. It's not meant to be consumed solo. It's meant to be a compliment. No, they tried it with coffee and they didn't like it with the coffee. What was the issue? Uh, They said it was too bland, which I don't blame them. It is more bland. I think it's more bland than uh, regular milk. Cow's milk? Than cow's milk, yeah. Like skim milk or what are we talking about? Well, I guess skim milk milk is pretty watery. Heavy whipping cream. (laughs) I don't know the specifics of how they felt, but they didn't like it. Now, in their defense, they did say that they loved almond milk. They just didn't like the um, almond milk. Like regular almond milk, unsweetened almond milk, vanilla I, almond milk. I can't say. I, I have questions I, <laughs> and they need to be answered questions. by those two people. Questions that need answers. You can't just say, I don't like oat milk, but almond milk's okay. Well, they're not and here to not, defend themselves. Well, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> if okay. you're going to throw out accusations like that, <laughs> you need to be able to back it up whenever <laughs> I call upon you. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. Today's episode is all about... 90s cartoon theme songs yeah so this is an interesting one because we were given the idea of just theme songs Mm -hmm. and then we wanted to be more specific because theme songs is pretty broad like do we do movies do we do tv shows we decided to do tv shows and then joey was like it's too broad it was because we still yeah. yeah i started looking into different theme songs and i was like this is this is impossible there's too many good songs yeah and then we narrowed it down just to the 90s yes and then you were like i can't i can't do this it has to it has to be narrowed down even further because i couldn't uh, it was difficult for me to separate the live action theme songs from the cartoon theme songs so then we finally got very specific so then but you wanted to get even more specific i did i wanted to do just (laughs) i was thinking we could do not like a 90s month and maybe 90s cartoon (laughs) month and we could do wb 90s songs yep uh disney cartoon network nickelodeon yeah. Just make it a, a chain. But that's a, that's a little too much, I think. So I decided to save all of you from that, even though <laughs> this is one of the more um, fun episodes. I had a lot of fun preparing for this one. Oh, my gosh. Have yeah. you just been singing, like, 90s theme songs in your head all week? <laughs> 90s kids cartoon theme songs? Yes. There are Constantly. There's so many good ones. in particular that I keep cycling through. That one earlier, I was, like, singing aloud, like, under my breath and not realizing <laughs> it because you started laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of my songs are just legitimately good songs. Yeah, no, they're, they're, I think they're great. They're, they're great tunes. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about what made up, like how I came to my decisions. Oh, okay. If you're cool with that. Sure. So two main things. Number one, it's got to be memorable. Okay. It's got to be catchy. Now, I think lyrics help in this department. Mm-hmm. Be- and that's not necessarily because lyrics are better. Not always, though. Not always necessarily, but lyrics often provide a melody. I just want a strong melody. So there might be um, uh, maybe a great TV show, but it, it's got a, it's got to be good music. It can't just be, and I think we talked about this, I don't want a good TV show, but with bad theme music. Do you have an example? Maybe like Recess. 
You don't think that's good? I don't think that's good music, but I think that's a, a good show. It's iconic. It's an iconic intro. Yeah, but it's just not a good theme song. It's, and that's the thing. I think there's a difference between writing a good, um, maybe like a like a commercially hook mm-hmm. to draw you in, and it, it achieves that goal. But when I think of good theme songs, I want it to be a good song. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah, that's true. I had a difficult time with this, too, because I was thinking about all the shows that I really liked. Yeah. But I was like, oh, but I can't just pick it because I liked it. I have to pick the best theme song. Exactly. Okay, so memorable music is it's the number one. Number two is it's got to be nostalgic. Oh, me. yeah. And for that's me, that's... pretty easy. Yeah, and that's capturing a moment in time. And so I was kind of giving bonus points if it came out in the middle of the decade, not just the first year or the last year. Oh, and that's one thing we should mention. <laughs> if the if the TV show... We, the rules are if the TV show was airing was still producing episodes during the 90s, we counted it. Yeah. But for me, I wanted it to capture nostalgia. So shows like Family Guy, Mm -hmm. I didn't watch in the 90s. I watched those in the aughts. So even though Family Guy has an amazing... came out in the 90s? Came out in 99. Oh, okay. Um, Or even Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Simpsons might be the greatest cartoon theme song of all time, potentially. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't capture the nostalgia of 90s theme songs. Joey, for do you me. have specific memories with each of these that you're going to share? I do have some memories <gasps> for some of these, yeah. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait. So anyway, in short, all of my winners are just great songs. That, uh, yes. So all of mine premiered in the 90s. Oh, okay. Which was very difficult for me because there was one in particular that I wanted to include so bad. Why didn't you just include it? Because it, it premiered in 1984 and it went off the air in 1991. Oh, my gosh. Then I, I think I know what it is because we both were <laughs> laughing hysterically the other day when you played it out loud. Yes. Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Is it Muppet Babies? It's absolutely the Muppet <laughs> Babies. And I love the Muppet Babies. I love that theme music. And so I do have a clip of it, which we will play now. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Um is the best <laughs> okay so should we get the uh the honorable mentions out of the way because i'm sure we both have them yeah okay uh i have four honorable mentions oh if, if i had known that i would have had four too but i only have two and well, one on. of them was muppet babies i just want people to know i've got i've got it sorted here by um adult shows other shows nickelodeon cartoon network wb and i've got about a top 10 in each category that i was looking at oh my god how so did was, you what was your process for this? I started by just looking at a bunch of shows from the nineties. That's pretty much it. I just looked at like all the shows from the nineties. Yeah. Wrote wrote them all down and then sorted them by which ones I liked the most. So there's a ton that I love here. But okay, uh, so what are they? Okay, my runner my my honorable mentions are SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm. Good one. This one kind of falls into the memorable but not good music because I think it's kind of a cheat that they just repeat SpongeBob SquarePants. There's not much music, <laughs> right? It's like they're just chanting SpongeBob guy. SquarePants. Oh, yeah, it's catchy, but it's not great music. See, that doesn't feel '90s to me because I don't remember watching that really when I was a kid. My sister watched it like a lot, yeah, and so it didn't. That's I more picked mine too. because they were like they reminded me of childhood. Okay, Rugrats, Magic School Bus, and Hey Arnold. Those are mine. Okay, yeah, those are all good. All of them were contenders on my list as well. My one honorable mention, besides Muppet Babies, of course. <laughs> I hope this wasn't on your list. Okay. Doug. Okay. 
It was definitely on your list because you're pausing. <laughs> it might be. It might okay. Not be. Yeah, but it made my honorable mentions list because what I ended up doing was I wanted there to be a thread that went through my list, and the thread is that um, the music tells a story, so there's lyrics in all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Doug was the outlier. There are no lyrics. Yep. So I decided to just nix Doug and honorably mention him. But I have a feeling that I'll still get to talk about it anyways, <laughs> okay. based on the look on your face. Well, maybe that's true. <laughs> uh, let's get started. Um, but first... We're going to do something special. It's very exciting. Our first ever episode 70, that's the episode we're on, interactive episode. What does it mean? We're going to play a clip of the music. A baby clip. A small, tiny clip of the music, and we're going to give you the chance to guess what it is, and then you and I... Yep. here in the studio, yes. are going to... Do it live. Do it live and guess what it is. Now, yeah. we've been, as we've mentioned, we've been listening to 90s theme songs almost constantly. So we so might be very good at we this. We might be good at this, yeah. Um, okay, should we get started? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So, my number five. Here's the clip. Pepper Ann. <laughs> yes, it is Pepper Ann. And I... <laughs> Loved Pepper Ann growing up. Pepper Ann came out in 1997. So we were 10. And so she was like, she was in seventh grade. So she was just a couple of years older. And what I like about Pepper Ann is that she's so unique. She's a total individual. And she's weird. And that's cool. Like, that's what the show is all about. Yeah, she's like baby Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> Redhead baby Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. And... Not at all, though. <laughs> yeah, she's not like Aubrey Plaza at all, but I just like that she's super unique, and the theme music talks about how she's marching in her own parade, and she's like too one... Cool. Yeah, she's too cool for seventh grade. She's one in a million. Um, the final lyric is actually my favorite part. They say, no one's cooler than Pepper Ann. She's her own biggest fan, Pepper Ann. And mm. I just think that everybody should be their own biggest fan. Oh, see, I took that to mean definitely digging way too deep into this, but maybe she's, that's a little bit of a character flaw. You know, she's a little too conceited or full of herself. I don't think she's conceited. No, okay. No. I mean, maybe she is a little bit flawed, but everyone should be their own biggest fan. Yeah. yeah. Don't, why are you turning this negative? No, I just, I think it makes the character more interesting if they have character flaws. Sure. So Pepper Ann is just, she's a fascinating character. I think you're, (laughs) you are digging a little bit too deep into this and Pepper Ann is amazing. And the best part about the song, besides that lyric that you just took a poo on, um, is that it's like a punky style song. It's like a little punk, little punk rock, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, There's some backup singers and there's some voiceover and there's just like a whole lot of depth. And you get an idea of what the show is about. You know it's about this girl named Pepper Ann, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And her mom calls her Peppy because that's what she writes on the lunch bag. But you, like, see her friends. You see her going to school. Like, you kind of – the stage is set. I know that it's just about the song, but if you also watch the intro, then you get, like, a good idea of what the show's going to be about, which I appreciate. Mission success. Well done, Pepper Ann. Okay, so here's Pepper Ann. Awesome. Okay, my number five is... Let's play it. It's Doug. It's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> my number five is Doug. Aired from 91 to 99. 
It has 117 episodes. What? Really? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Um, so, interesting factoid. The composer for this was Fred Newman, who was the voice of Skeeter. Really? Skeeter yeah. Valentine? Skeeter Valentine cool. was the one that uh, created the song. So, I like Doug. Doug is the only one on my list that doesn't have lyrics. <laughs> but it's just so catchy. And it's so wholesome. It Doug is. is just like the epitome of wholesome cartoons. It's for everybody. Ooh, I think I've got a more wholesome one coming Than up. Than Doug? Yeah. On hmm, my list. Okay, interesting. Yep. Um, plus, Doug had a bunch of other classic hits, like uh, Big or Banging on a Trash Can by the Beats. The, Doug did? Yeah, in the show Doug. Yeah. Yeah, there was this fake band. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah banging were, on a trash can. They, were the, uh, they yeah. did have the beats, yeah, banging on a trash can. Yeah. Quail Man. That's just like filled with so much nostalgia for me. Yeah, there's so many cool things in Doug. The names are so good. Patty Mayonnaise, Skeeter Valentine. Roger Klotz. Yeah, and yeah, they go to that like restaurant all the time. It's just like a, all they eat is beets, which I think is so weird. <laughs> yes. And I like that Doug like writes in a diary. Yes. But he's a boy, and I just, I feel like that that's something that is stereotypically associated with females, which I, I liked, which I didn't realize until right now. Watching Doug is like reading Sunday morning cartoons. Totally. <laughs> I love Doug. Okay, my number four. Let's just go ahead and give you a little teaser here. Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, Powerpuff Girls. There's a lot that I love about the Powerpuff Girls theme music, but first and foremost, I like the 1920s style like announcer guy in the beginning. The sugar, spice, and everything. Nice. <laughs> and I was listening back to it. And I mentioned this the other day, and we didn't get into it because you were like, we should save this. Mm. But why in the world are they trying to create the perfect little girl? <laughs> you mean specifically Professor Utonium? Yes. What is Professor Utonium doing? What's he doing down there? Creating the perfect little girl. I just think that's the creepiest thing now. That is like, pretty creepy. A giant plot hole. Like, what? what's up with that? Is it just because, like... I don't know, he's too invested in his work, so he never got married. He never found the right person. So he's like, I've always wanted a daughter. Oh, see, now now you're taking it in a different direction. On the one hand, it could be creepy. On the other hand, maybe he couldn't have children. Yeah. And this was his only way to have children. I and know. now I pity Professor X. But, but then like, he finally got what he wanted. He got three of them. Superheroes. Yeah. But the way they say it, it's just like, the all of the ingredients for that perfect little girl. Yeah, like anybody can make them. Yeah, home. and I'm just like, <laughs> like a factory for little girls. It's so weird. Um, but what I like about the intro is, as I mentioned, that 1920s voice. But then once the Powerpuff Girls are <laughs> like a thing, yeah. um, the music's really great. It's like fun superhero music. And it tells you what the show's about. Uh, and I noticed at about 35 seconds in... Um, blossom appears on the screen and the music is like this like really strong and like clean music and it like completely embodies her and then bubbles joins her on screen and then it chimes start going off yeah and they're like really playful and like totally bubbles personality hmm. and then buttercup comes on screen and it's like this gritty grimy like rock music yeah 
and that's totally buttercup totally and so i mean i watched this intro or i listened to this intro probably like 50 times and then i noticed that i don't think i've ever noticed that it's pretty cool you should listen to it um but i really like that detail and powerpuff girls is my number four sugar spice and everything nice these were the ingredients chosen to create the perfect little girl. But Professor Utonium accidentally added an extra ingredient to the concoction. Chemical X. Thus, the Powerpuff Girls were Awesome. <laughs> so good. I love the Powerpuff <laughs> Girls. Uh, my number four is... You know what it is? Duck wing duck. Yep. <laughs> Dark wing duck. Um, from 1991 to 1992, it had 91 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. In 91. Yeah, I think they went a little too fast for their own good. Um, but these, with number four, Dark wing duck, from here on out, these are just songs that I would legitimately listen to <laughs> in my regular life. Like, I could, I could see myself throwing this on in the car and not skipping it. Yeah, Dark wing duck is amazing this is the song that i've been singing all week it's so catchy yeah it's so catchy <laughs> and then when he says let's get dangerous, dangerous. i used to say that yeah. <laughs> all the time when i was a kid. so good call dw <laughs> oh man it's so good see i had some trouble at first deciding between dark uh, darkwing duck and ducktales because oh. those were kind of went hand in hand at the time yeah but i realized even if i watched more ducktales darkwing duck i think is the superior song yeah 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 Darkwing Duck is awesome. Okay. All right. So my number three might sound familiar. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So my number three is also Darkwing Duck. <laughs> I, I like Darkwing Duck because you can groove to it. It's like the show's coming on and you're like, your shoulders are shaking. You're just, you're getting you're into bopping. it. Yeah. And it's just genuinely a good song. It describes what the show's about. And <laughs> <laughs> obviously that's like what a theme song should do is like tell you what the show's about. But I not not all of them do that. And I will say this probably two more times after this because it's important to me to know <laughs> what is happening. What the, what the show's about. Yeah. Um, and oh, and last thing, I feel like the singer, like they picked a really great singer because he like goes for it. Yes. He is just like, he got hired to sing the Darkwing Duck theme song, and he is all in. He took it seriously. He did. He, it, it, this is what it is. It's <laughs> not just a jingle. Yeah. It's a, just a great song. Yeah. There's like the secondary voices you mentioned, the Let's Get Dangerous, Call DW. Yeah. And then there's like the backup singers, too. There's, there's just like yeah, the backup so singers, much the harmonies, the gang vocals, yeah. the narration. It's the whole package. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> okay my number three will probably sound pretty familiar (laughs) it's the powerpuff girls (laughs) okay powerpuff girls you may recall but they divided the show into uh kind of mini-sodes one mm-hmm. half mini so they were like SpongeBob episodes, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, fifteen minutes here, fifteen minutes there. Yeah. So there was one hundred and thirty-six mini episodes, or seventy-eight whole episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This is rare quality intro from Cartoon <laughs> Network. I was trying to think of other amazing songs from Cartoon Network and why they didn't appear more because they had so many cartoons. Mm-hmm. The only one I could really think of that had a, an exceptional cartoon intro was Dexter's Lab. Mm. But most of the other ones were just a little too wacky for me. They yeah. were too bizarre. Um, that's excluding all the anime shows. But uh, Powerpuff Girls was just such a strong song. Powerpuff Girls, I didn't know it at the time, but it was introducing me to this to the genre called drum and bass music. Mm. Drum and bass. Mm-hmm. Now, my sister a few years back, uh, I don't know, eight years back or something like that, she was dancing and she was showing me a dance routine that she was working on uh, in college. And when I heard the sounds coming from the stage for this dance routine, I thought to myself, this is the coolest sound I've ever heard. Well, it turned out to be dubstep Skrillex. Mm. I didn't know that at the time, but that sent me down a rabbit hole. And in my exploration of electronic dance music, EDM, I found drum and bass. And I was trying to figure out what is drum and bass. And I kept coming back to Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) It's that break with the breakbeat there. It's so good. Every time I get to that little gap in the music where everything cuts out except for the drums, I could just I could loop that for probably ten minutes straight without <laughs> getting bored. I just wow. think it's so good. Oh my That's gosh. impressive. Yeah, I just love it. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Tara Strong, the voice of Bubbles. Why? What did she do? Because she does a ton of other voices. She does Timmy from Fairly Odd Parents. She does Dill Pickles. I was going to say, I think she's on the Rugrats. Yeah, she's on the Rugrats. She's done uh, Twilight Sparkle for uh, the Bronies show, My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Yeah. Um, but she's <laughs> not on the new Powerpuff Girls. Oh, that's a bummer. I didn't know there was a new Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. Started a few years back. Oh, There's a okay. new one. Which Powerpuff Girl are you? Blossom. You are you are Blossom, Definitely. for sure. Yeah. Yep. You're Buttercup. I am. And the animation of Powerpuff Girls is so bold with the like the the... Lots of curves and the bold lines, bold outlines. Mm-hmm. There's not really many other shows that are drawn quite like Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, and I like the fight scenes because they look like comic books. Yeah. Yeah. And their hands are, are nothing. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I saw Bubbles was like eating noodles and she was holding chopsticks and the chopsticks were on the outside of her like round nub. <laughs> and it was like, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. But you know, when it's a cartoon, when it works. Okay, my number two. Here we go. Animaniacs, of course. Animaniacs is probably, in my opinion, the most iconic intro song of all time. It's so good. It is so good. It's annoying as hell, and that's why I love it. (laughs) It gets stuck in my head, but it's perfect because it's a perfect reflection of the show. It describes the main characters flawlessly, and it's just fun. It also gives you the opportunity to get to know the other shows because it goes into, like, Pinky and the Brain Mm -hmm. and all the other, um, what is that network? WB. WB. Yep. Yeah. I just think it's so well done, and they, like, show the – it's, like, taking place in, like, the WB lot. Yep, it's got the water tower. Yeah, and they make, like, the joke about the script, and they make – they just make, like, funny jokes in there. It's like they're – not taking themselves too seriously in the yep. song, just like the show. 
And I just really appreciate that. I love that. The only reason it didn't make my list, uh, because I would probably consider it top five. Yeah. But it it's kind it feels like it's based on an old children's song. Oh. Like um there is a fly on baby's mustache or go get the axe there is a fly on baby's mustache a boy's best friend is his mother What the hell I've never heard that song Yeah it's like it's a I think boy's it's, best friend is yeah, his mother Yeah I think it's taking you I just think that's some an very old song odd lines called go get the axe Like an old children's song Oh And so then I was thinking to myself well can I give it to it if it's pulling from an from an old timey song from you yesterday You can because it's the lyrics are totally unique yeah, they to are. the show they are. Um, yeah. And I loved watching the Animaniacs when I was younger. I just thought it was so fun. I don't even know what happened in that show, quite <laughs> honestly. Right now, like, I couldn't tell you it's what just, the plot was. Yeah, it was just... It was just, like, three siblings... Wacky getting stories. Into, yeah, getting yeah, into mischief. I remember... I do remember one where Yakko, the oldest one, yeah, yeah. is, like, do, doing, like, geography. And he's, like, pointing out all the countries. Yeah. And he does it, like, super fast. It was really good. <laughs> All right, here is my number two. There is a look of confusion on Jen's face. Oh, man. I don't know what it is. Yes. Okay. So I I played that clip from the middle to see if I could trick you. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is. Okay. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't really into that when I was a kid. Into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Not really. Okay. I was so into Teenage Mutant (laughs) Ninja Turtles. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. I uh, dressed up as a turtle for Halloween. This year? (laughs) When I was younger. Probably like six or seven. Oh. Which one? I honestly, I can't remember. Because I'm thinking to myself, I must have dressed up as either Leo or Michelangelo. I feel like... But I loved the size. The Yeah. I feel like when you're a kid, everyone wanted to be Michelangelo. Yeah. Because, like, he's the fun pizza time guy. Yeah, yeah. Pizza you know, time. he's, like, <laughs> he's carefree. But, like, when you're an adult, you're like, I don't want to be Michelangelo. I want to be, like, anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did... Oh, I, f- I found this out when I was uh, researching some of these songs. But there are motifs in this song for the Technodrome, the New York City Sewers, and Channel 6. Which is pretty impressive that yeah. they came up with musical themes for the different locations within this cartoon show. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. So it's like any time they're showing the bad guy's base, yeah, comes up with the same same stuff. Yeah, that's like Howard Shore, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Saruman style <laughs> music right there. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another story. I got a bone to pick. Okay. With some of my college professors. Which ones? I Specifically, can't, <laughs> call them out. I won't call them out by name. Psychology? Because I can't remember their names. No. Oh. But I did this project with our good friend, Brie. Oh. You yeah. might remember her from the, uh... My Favorite Murder my episode. Favorite murder episode, exactly. Second most popular episode, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's doing nicely. Um, <laughs> we did a project, uh, that was all about merging... Uh, we were in a class that was merging music with business. It was a team course for the professors. Mm-hmm. And the final project was you were supposed to combine them in some in some way to show, like, business acumen. It was 
quite honestly, a joke. <laughs> like, it was so simple. It was it basically amount. It was like one of those things where you knew that as the student, you understood the future, like where the future was going more than the professor. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that nastily. I just mean that sometimes younger people understand technology mm-hmm. more than older generations. Gotcha. Um, so what it was basically throw your music up on a website and describe how you might sell it. Well, we went above and beyond because I was passionate about producing music at the time. <laughs> so we produced our own version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when we recorded all the parts with all of our friends and revamped it to kind of suit um, our different friends and the different uh, character that was appearing on screen. So like there's little elements of techno. There's elements of hard rock. <laughs> we made our own song. We submitted it and then we posted it. We cr- Then we built a website and then did the same project that everybody else did. And they came back and we got like a C minus on it. We said, what are the other, you know, and we knew that the others had gotten A's. We were trying to think, what, what did we miss here? Yeah. They didn't have a good answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was so That's annoyed. They, I don't think they realized that we wrote the song. I think they just thought that that was oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and maybe they thought, why would So you didn't get to like present it and explain it? We did, but I don't think they, like, I don't think they, they understood. Oh, I What see. was happening here. You know, what's really sad about that? Is that you put in that much work and got a C minus, mm-hmm. and you and I did that project senior year where we did like zero work, and then it got selected to be presented. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Jen and I did this project <laughs> called um, Oh my gosh, what is it called? Parents are like chameleons; they're always changing. They're always with changing. like the N and the apostrophe. Oh, oh my, my gosh. god. It, it was, was a so joke bad. Of a it was such a joke. And we got selected to present in Chicago our research. And it was about like, um, how parenting styles had shifted from the 1950s yeah, to after, present it. After World War II, how they had shifted. Yeah. It it was it was pretty bad. And it was like it wasn't just like it was, it was like prestigious moment. The psychological felt... association of America or something. Like our name is in like a book. I like there were that. many people in our class who deserved to be selected more than we did, and I have no clue how it happened. I don't. I don't either but we know. we had to present it, and that's when we fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you say? I would say. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that was a fun trip down memory lane. <laughs> okay, so my number one and my winner is. Okay, I would not have gotten this if I had not done so much research, admittedly. Uh, but I know what it is. <laughs> what is it? It's Arthur. It is Arthur. And Arthur is my number one for the reason that just happened. You can't see us, but we both started grooving. <laughs> we were grooving. And this Caribbean-inspired tune. Why Caribbean? It's so bizarre. <laughs> it is bizarre, but it works. Well, first of all, where are aardvarks from? Aardvarks? Yeah. That's a great Maybe question. Maybe they're from the up. Caribbean. Yeah, you look that up and I will just tell why I love it. I like it because it's really positive. It tells a story and it sends a good message. The The Caribbean vibe does truly have nothing to do with the show, but it makes you sway. So it's just a good song. And I, I just really appreciate the message uh, behind it. And visually... It features everyone from the cast. You get an idea of their personalities, who's related to who. It lays out the land absolutely perfectly, and I love it. 
Sally and there's Hayden. not really much more to it. Where are aardvarks from? Aardvarks are from the lower half of Africa. Okay, so that's not where the Caribbean music comes from. <laughs> <laughs> no, who knows? I just, I think it's perfect because it's like laid back and Arthur is all about like getting along and just respecting differences and yeah. accept pe- accepting people for who they are. And it's it's just so great. I love it. And it's so wholesome. I would argue it's more wholesome than Doug. Because it was on PBS. Yes, that's probably true. But that might just be by virtue of being for younger people. I think Arthur is for everyone. Well, There are some good lessons to be learned. Well, yeah, but there's good lessons to be learned from South Park. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's there for everyone. No, but Arthur translates to every, every – so, like, your child, your small child is watching Arthur. As an adult, I think you can enjoy it. Well, uh, yeah, I won't disagree You're with not you going to enjoy the, South Park with your young child. <laughs> no, that's true. But, but the audience for Arthur is a younger audience. You don't know that. Well – Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but you don't know for sure. I do see, know for you're, sure. You're it's sweating. I can see. Oh I can gosh. see the beads of sweat. The beads of sweat. They're forming. <laughs> Arthur is for everyone. Period. End of story. All right. Facts. Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. And I see. My number one <laughs> and my winner is. Pokemon? It's Pokemon! Okay, I didn't know at first, but then I was like, ooh, I think that I want to be the very best thing is coming. Yeah, yep. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's Pokemon. Pokemon! Gotta catch him! <laughs> um, I didn't so, know Pokemon came out in the 90s. 1997. I'm sorry, Pokemon is the correct Do not ever say Pokemon. <laughs> if you want to make some a fan of Pokemon angry, you say Pokemon. <laughs> uh, they're still making episodes of Pokemon. Wow. There are nearly 1,100 episodes of Pokemon. Whoa. That is a lot. That is a lot of episodes. Same uh, cast? Oh, I'm sure it's probably not. Oh. I guess I don't know. pretty impressive. Maybe it is. Um, so this is done by Jason Page, who is the singer for Pokemon. And he just goes all in on the hair metal vibe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just all in. And that's, again, <laughs> what makes this song so good. Now, when they're playing the, the show... And they play the intro. They play the first 30 seconds of the song. But this is actually a real three and a half minute song, (laughs) which you can listen to on the Pokemon album that I owned when I was younger. Oh. That I listen to all the time. The Pokemon album? The Pokemon album. Wow. I loved the Pokemon album. They, They would play the 150 Pokemon song. This song, he does like six songs on the record. Not sure I know any of the others. I never watched it. You never watched Pokemon? I never played it. No, I, at the time, when when it first came out, just like Harry Potter, I thought it was really dumb. You thought Harry Potter was dumb? Yes, but that's because I wasn't reading it. I was like, Mm. how can a story about a a kid who goes to school... A wizard boy. Yeah, how could a story about a kid who goes to school be cool? (laughs) And then everyone was like, no, you got to read it. And then I read it, and I was so wrong. The same thing happened with Pokemon. I thought it was really stupid. I was like, animals fighting? This is weird. (laughs) (laughs) And it is weird. In hindsight, it's extremely weird and totally messed up. Yeah. But but then I got into it. it Isn't, like, every show in its description pretty weird, though? Yeah. Like, no show in a one-sentence description, especially, like, a kid's cartoon... Is going to sound good. Is going to sound good. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So here's a question yeah. for the audience. 
is if we did a Pokemon episode. If we brought on one of Joey's old old Pokemon f- card trading Pokemon friends. Pokemon trainer friends. Yeah, a Pokemon trainer friend. <laughs> would that be a, a topic of interest? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good question. Yeah, I'd like to For know. For top if, five Pokemon. Yeah, do people want to hear what our top five Pokemon are? Because I would, I would be all in into researching and figuring it out. <laughs> If, <laughs> Into if, your favorite Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah, this could be my uh, Crayola colors. Yeah. I w- <laughs> Except I would... this, just, just to clarify that I'm not, I don't know Pokemon now. Not that there's an issue with that, I just don't know. Are there new Pokemon or something? Oh, yeah. I mean, so back then, it was there was 150 Pokemon. Well, then I think that's what we should do. Plus or minus one or two. We should. Now there's like 600 Pokemon. Oh, yeah. No, we're not going with 600. We're just going to go with the original 150. Yeah. Narrow it down to our top five, but we will only do it. If people want us to. You know so there will super... be a little poll on the old Instagram. <laughs> okay. What's super depressing is I remember at the time thinking, I can remember all 150 Pokemon, no problem. Right now? They're n- Oh, man, maybe maybe even right now. Ooh, that would be a boring episode. Joey just listing them all. Well, yeah, but, but that's <laughs> the power of like this rote memorization yeah. or of, the, the, of this association is that I knew all of their stats, their types – all these mm-hmm. details, but there were other things in school that I wasn't interested in that were much more challenging to memorize. I was so into Pokemon <laughs> that I told myself, Joey, if there's a heaven and you get into heaven, <laughs> you must become a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> How bizarre is that? You meet at the pearly gates yeah, and I you was... say, what, what would you bring to the table in heaven? And I and say, you say, I would be the best Pokemon trainer. Yep. I said, I just want to go through the game <laughs> scenarios as a real Pokemon trainer. Now, I got one last story about Pokemon, and then I'll be off my, my Pokemon uh, Taurus. Okay. Um, or I should say my Pokemon Rapidash. Oh, gosh. Okay. It's from Halloween, this Halloween. Jen had never uh, handed out candy before. And so our, our good friends, <laughs> again, uh, uh, Bree, Mike and Bree, allowed us to go over there and hand out candy. Allowed. <laughs> They were so they, nice too. They did. They, they were let so nice. they let us hand out like all the candy. Yes, it was like truly a dream come true. They through. invited us to their home to pass out candy to kids on Halloween. Well, we were trying to get to a certain number. I think it was a hundred, a hundred kids. Yeah, uh, coming to the door, and we were like, so everything's one, a competition. <laughs> yeah, we were one kid short. We were at ninety nine, <laughs> and in the distance, we saw a kid in a blow up Pikachu suit. <laughs> And so I opened the door and started... And he's got friends and parents. Friends and parents. And I opened the door and I start singing the Pokemon theme song. And lo and behold, what happens? Everybody turns around. They're joining in. They come running over. We break the record. We break the the 100 trick-or-treaters barrier. And broke the record of how many trick-or-treaters they had ever had at their house. Oh, man. It was... It was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I, I felt, felt pretty good about that. We united the world with Pokemon. Yeah, that is true. I will share one last Pokemon story. Oh my gosh. Just because yeah. I think that it needs to be known that you and I had the original idea for Pokemon Go. Remember? No. So Pokemon Go came out in 2016. But before that, and well, still now, I am very much into street art. Particularly like paste up style street art. Oh my gosh, yes. And so Joey, we were walking around Lake Calhoun once. This was probably in like 2013 or 2014. Yeah. And Joey was like, wouldn't it be cool if we put up like Pokemon paste ups 
like all over town. And then we did like QR codes for like when people find them and it could be like they're catching Pokemon. Yep. We're like, yeah, what a good idea. But obviously the city would take down our illegal artwork and like it yeah. would never actually work. But, but it would make those Pokemon more rare. It would make those Pokemon <laughs> more rare. And it would just be like a super fun way to get people out. And like, yeah. like the Squirtle would be down by the water. Yeah. Or like, I don't know any other examples charmander would be by a fireplace i don't know yeah is that correct yep so we had that idea and then when pokemon go came out i was like well this is way better than our idea but it was our idea first so i'm convinced that someone overheard us they did and stole the idea yep totally i want to be the very best like no one ever was them is my real test to train them is my cause okay so i will recap now okay my number five is pepper ann my number four is the powerpuff girls my number three is darkwing duck my number two is animaniacs and my winner is arthur my number five is doug my number four is darkwing duck three is powerpuff girls two is teenage mutant ninja turtles my number one and my winner is pokemon If you like what you're hearing, and I know that you do, then drop us a review on iTunes, because it really does help. Thanks so much for listening. Grace, go-